This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Tuesday Takeover with Tiffany on FUBAR Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tiffany Takeover. <laughs> Please welcome Tiffany to the studio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you. This is so exciting. It's so exciting and to have you. thank you for helping me today. So oh. it's not, you know, it's a it's a duo I'm your a takeover. Ass- no, I'm your assistant. <laughs> the, uh, some of you might know my voice. It's Harriet Rose. I have a show here on FUBAR Radio. But today is all about Tiffany. Babes, it's so lovely to... We've just been chatting sort of for the last hour and we've I've realised that we have all the same things in common. So we I, do, we have so much in common. So I think this is going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. A sick show. Yes, I'm looking forward to a great, you know, friendship after this. Yes! Because well, I'm here all the time. Oh my God. A lot of people don't know I'm I'm partly based out of here, out of Basingstoke, actually. Basingstoke? Basingstoke. What's life like in Basingstoke? Very quiet, very quiet. I, can't, I don't drive, so I'm, you know, often frustrated that I'm just stuck in a house in Basingstoke. But I love my girlfriend. My best friend lives there and her family and she lets my band and, you know, and everybody crash her beautiful pad. Amazing. (laughs) You know, we pull up with vans and all the gypsies get out and we take over her house for two weeks or whatever while I'm here sometimes. And then, you know, I spend sometimes in Brighton, but most of the time in in the Shire. We call it the Shire. But what I love about it is it's just a break. It's great. You know, it really is. It's nice to just relax a little bit, go to the local pub you know, eat good food, hang out with people, and just we can do that here. P- food, definitely. Pub. Oh, and I know you're a foodie just like me. Oh so my we have god, to talk about some food. So, what's your favorite food that you, when you come to the UK? What's the thing that you're like? Oh, I'd love to go and have some of that. Oh, pasties. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> do they do good pasties in Basingstoke? They do. Um, yes, yeah. But I get them in the train station at Waterloo. Oh, okay. That's so, my, what, what's, your flame? Flame? what's your jam? What's your? That's what I'm usually doing. That's how I'm. I just I actually started to learn to. Uh, to take the train myself so into London so find Tiffany at the pasty shop absolutely ridiculous but I realized this about myself that I've never had to like take a train or I've always had a car because I'm from Los Angeles Mm -hmm. you know from America and you know we drive everywhere yeah we don't have a great there's nothing there's nothing it's getting better, but it, no, really, it's not. I like that you said that. I literally don't think, I'd, from an English perspective, when I go there, I'm like, it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. So I've learned to drive, or you walked before, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and it, I mean, it really is true. No one walks in LA. They're not no. kidding. <laughs> they look at you funny. So, you know, I've never had to do public transit. So for me, I was like, I can make it. I can get, and I had my, my best friend, Tina. Her name's Tina. She's probably listening. But I had her walk me to the train station, and I looked at her Aww. like this little helpless because I'm a pretty strong woman you know I'm like self-empowerment and I've been doing you know music since I was 14 and I've been all over the world and and I looked at her like this little girl going I said if you tell anyone <laughs> then I'm intimidated by this <laughs> and she goes you're gonna be fine just stay on the she talks like this you're gonna be fine just stay on the train and oh my I'm god like, I love her already oh, oh she's Fabulous, she really is. I love her. Um, I love the idea that she's like, hold on, just stay, just stay, stay in your train. seat, don't go anywhere. And I did, and so that's become my thing. And I feel such, like such a big girl. I just wanted to tell everyone that. Do you know what, <laughs> Tiffany? You're a big grown-up girl now. I am. I, you know, but, but 2019, 18, I actually started doing that. So I've, it's, I've, I've been going for a year now. <laughs> wow. But the funny thing is about that. Interestingly, for those, for your fans that are listening, and and for everyone listening, is that. When you have a music career from the age of 14, 15, things like that do become like, 
you don't do them. You and don't. then you, and then it's like, wait, I've never had to take the train. Right. And now look at you. You're taking the train. You're buying a pasty. I know. You All know where it's at. Are happy. I mean, I've actually had a, a job before in America as well. I took a job just because I was bored. And I moved from one place to another. And I wanted real friends. And I thought I was driving from the mall. I know that sounds crazy, but I'd been shopping because what else do you do when you're bored? Yeah. And I, I saw this sign. And I, they said, you know, hiring people. And it was at a shop that I loved. And I thought, I wonder if I could actually get a real job. Like, yeah. I wonder if I could do that if I had to. And I worked there for six months until... You it, tested yourself. Until it got into the paper that I worked there. And everybody, you know, they make a sad story out of it. And I was like, no, I was just bored, really. Yeah, you literally. Know? I, I just and wanted I to stop shopping. Friends, I, they're still my girlfriends today. Aww. So, yeah, it was all, you know, worth it. But, I mean, it did, you, I think you have to test yourself sometimes a little bit out of the norm. Absolutely. You know, you grow a little bit. So I'm, I'm always one doing that. I either get involved in some crazy reality TV show or, or, you know, new music or whatever it is. You know, touring, touring, touring right now is my life. On that note, you just got off tour with New Kids on the Block. I did. Yeah. 55 dates. Whoa. It was amazing. Are you yeah. okay? I am okay. I probably do need to take a break for a minute <laughs> at some point. But I love, you know, I'm just getting by on tea right now. And, She's got her tea. And lots of, you know, wine at night. And, um, you know, and, and the whole excitement of it all, really, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Because for me, I have a new album out called Pieces of Me, which was out last year but we're still working it I'm on tour a lot and still promoting it and the fans are loving it and they're loving it so I'm taking it all around the world because I just started touring again after 10 years of not flying Mm -hmm. I had some flying fears and I really couldn't commit I just couldn't do it so to work through it and then you know it's once you find something again that you've like rekindled a little bit that spirit of that purpose of why you're here, which for me as a musician, of course, a mom and, and all the other wonderful things. But for me, my music is my heart. So I realized, you know, wow, my life is so being cut short. You know, I, I can't get on a plane. I can't share my new music. I've got to get over this. Mm-hmm. And I started to really work at that, you know, and getting that mindset a little bit. Um, I did a little meditation and stuff like that. I'm into holistic medicine and, you know, meditation and, and yoga and things like that. So I started working on that. Um, and then I booked a flight to Singapore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My agent called one day and he was like, you're going to say no. You always say no. You've said no for like six years now. But there's a show and it's 40,000 people. They're willing to fly you, the band. It's a great thing. It's with all these wonderful bands. You know, I said, well, let me think about it. He goes, what? I go, let me think about it. He, he goes, had a heart attack. And then I called him back about 15 minutes later, and I, th- I just felt peace about it. And I said, okay. And that's what started it. Um, and since then, I've been seeking new music and just listening to my fans, who I love. Thank you guys out there. Big kisses. Um, you know, and, and listening to their advice of getting back, you know, every minute of it and touring. And New Kids really did that for me, being in America, being exposed to 20,000 people mm-hmm. a night. Um, and it was very cool that they did a tribute. A lot of people don't know that I actually put them on the road Yeah, with this me. is incredible. The first night that they came to audition for me, they had been signed to my agent, uh, a booking agent, to start performing their own shows if they could or be attached to someone. And they brought them to me. So, again, one of my best friends was backstage with me. We were just kids. I was only 16. Oh, my God. And I was having a chicken salad, I remember, sitting there. And these five hot guys walked in. And my Jerry Aid and John Aid, they introduced us. And my girlfriend, Sunita, and I, we were watching them like, you know, 
cool. <laughs> what are you going to do for us? And they started singing Hanging Tough and, you know, and all the, the original stuff um, and doing the moves, the whole nine yards. And I looked at them. I said, well, I think it's a great pairing. Mm-hmm. You know, I have tons of fans that are girls out there mainly. Um, and I had no opening act. And I always thought that was terrible. It was just such dead space. Yeah. And I said, well, it. you know, you have your tracks. Why don't you go on the, on the show tonight? And everyone looked at me like, uh, okay. But I came from a country background, country and Western background. So I've been doing this since I was nine. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, a lot of country music, old schoolers, they're like, you want to shine? Shine right here. If you want to sing? Sing right here. You don't need all the fancy stuff. You know, you, you just need to show your talent. And you may never get that opportunity again. Yeah. So I always say it was their willingness to do that and get up there that really made it all work. And, and, um, and it's lovely to have that full circle of you guys celebrating each other now. It is. 30 years. Tour. It's crazy. It? <laughs> it's crazy. Did you say Sunita? Sunita, yeah. No, in- uh, no, not your Sunita. No. I was going to say, that's the, I was, that was going to be one of the most random. I, I would have loved that. She's wonderful. I've met her many times, the singer Sunita. Yeah. Um, I was like, and we've done Whoa. some shows together here and there back in the 80s. I was going to say. Yeah. But no, um, no, my Sunita in America. <laughs> oh, well, we're sending out love to your Sunita Thank in America you. as well. As well as the UK yes, Sunita. We big love, love you as well. Well, um, you re-released I Think We're Alone Now, which yes. is one of the biggest bangers of all time. Love this song. But you re-released it. Um, when we come back out of the song we're going to have a little chat about why and, okay. and kind of what was behind it but let's bask in a bit of tiffany glory right now this is tiffany 2019 i think we're alone now yes tiffany coming <laughs> that's a with lot the, of fun coming with the fire yeah well i love the new that you know the new version is just it's more rock yeah um and it is something that you know like it's such a great song i mean i think we're alone now it's so a lucky banger it. it's it's great fun you know but i mean this new version for me is just got my heart yeah. and it just it kind of like takes it up a notch a little bit absolutely and the energy behind it so i love playing it live check oh out my God. tunes everybody so i'm gonna be tons and tons of shows in, in like the next six months, you know, once we're finishing stuff in America, we'll be coming back over here. And it's at Tiffany underscore tunes. Yes. So go and check out her social so that you can follow when all that's going to be happening. And it feels like it's just that um, that that kind of rework has really added something. It's made it very 2019. It's added a bit of rock element. But it's still very much a vintage, like amazing, beautiful, like a fine wine. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, especially when I'm over here, I'm doing a lot of uh, festivals retro festivals um and you know it's amazing for me to see all the artists that i grew up with or you know our fans that became a fan of yeah and and seeing them play their original hits Mm -hmm. but maybe a little different and that little fire you know um and then seeing them play new music which is always amazing as well Mm. so you know to be able to do that as a as an artist now um people are so interested in the new music and then now remake I think we're alone now in more of that sassy kind of way yep. that's fitting me now mm-hmm. you know again all the interest we did a million views on the on the video crazy. in a month which was crazy that's insane so again thank you everybody it was amazing but that's for me I'm always you know thinking about that you know we're going to have a lot of guests on the show today yes and um you know a lot of these people that are coming on are, are either just starting their careers 
or have been legendary. Yeah, talking of legendary. Sure. Yes, I'm so excited because I've definitely, I've done some shows here with the jam. Yes! So, um, definitely, and those are one of those moments where I'm at the side of the stage watching and just all smiles. Um, I know how important and legendary they are. I love their music. I'm probably a new fan, probably the last 12 years, really, honestly. But um, it's amazing to have them in the studio today. I mean, we've got some icons. As you say, we've got some icons and some up-and-comers in yes. the studio today. And it's really exciting. We're going to get Bruce and Russell in a minute, um, who's banned from the jam. Yes. Is touring right now, I think. They're, um, yes, they're going on tour. With, I, I think with the, the Vapors as well. And we're going to chat to them all about that in a second. Yes. Should we play some music? Let's play some music. Okay. Let's play some jam. Oh, no. Well, should we wait and have them in the studio so we can jam with them? Oh, should we jam now? Uh, she wants to jam now. Jam now. All right, we're going to jam now. Let me just cue something up. Uh, all right, let's get a banger on. How do you feel about a little song called Town Co- Town Co- I Malice? love it. Yes, one of my favorites. Thank Here you. Here we go. <laughs> Fubar Radio presents Access All Areas. This is the busiest little studio it in is. the land We've today. We've got the absolutely gorgeous love island star, Jordan Rian. Hi. <laughs> Jordan Rian, she's in the house. Well, I've just, seen, I've just seen your phone ringing with, oh, a, certain, did you see? with a certain name, name on, name on it. <laughs> what is the name? Danny. What's going on now? We are together. Are you okay. an official official couple? <laughs> Were you upset that Danny contacted some of the exes from the show? No, 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 no. no. Gosh, I wish I was like you. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thursday six p.m. on Fubar Radio. Okay, we are back, guys. Welcome back. This is the Tiffany Takeover. Bruce Foxton and Russell Hastings are here from the From the Jam. Good afternoon. That's <laughs> a- <laughs> oh, look at that. that look at that. Perfect. That was beautiful. Yes. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. Biz- I bet you're busy. You're yep. about to. Well, you're off on tour in October, aren't you? Yep. Uh, yep, we are. Well, we're back. From uh, we go to Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, and Japan before that. And then Whoa! We come back here. Oh, that's gonna be. I can't wait to go back to Japan. How, how many Australia. how many trips have you been back to Japan now We've in only, your lives? Well, in the I, last year we went last year, didn't we? Yeah, oh, really? From the Germany last year. Oh, yeah. I love Japan. It's one of my favorite places the thing to go. Is it, it's like a, literally a flying visit. You know, we're there for like one yeah, day or one get and a half chance. days, and then we're <laughs> off. Yeah. Do you, you ever get a chance to? Do you, like, yeah, where's your favorite places to travel? We were just discussing oh. traveling, and, and I just came off the road from New Kids on the Block right. in America, 55 dates. I'm here for a second, and then I go for another 40 in America. Wow. So, wow. and everybody, they it? say, <laughs> I know, yeah. they say the same thing. Where's your favorite place? And where do you, and you know, well, where did is your you favorite say, place? Well, my favorite place to go is Italy, and oh, it's really? Rome, ah, actually. If I was just, yeah, if I was just going to go and get away, which I never get to do, yeah. but I have been saying for a year, I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii. And now I just, I've gotten booked to go to Hawaii for 10 oh, days. I want to go so there. I'm that going now. Right. I want to go to Rome. Yeah. I want to go. <laughs> oh, okay. I think that's how we're supposed to be doing this. Absolutely. <laughs> do, you, do you guys think that, well, you know, when you like first started making music and, and doing this really for a career, did you kind of go, I'm going to deliberately manipulate where I want to go on holiday and try and push my tour to go where I want to go on holiday. No, well, <laughs> not for me. No. I mean, it didn't work like that, I don't think. You can't it pick didn't work like that for can't a long pick time. No, I think maybe sometimes people now have luxury a little bit. They can do that. But, you know, you're mm. just... 
You kind of go where, where the music takes you a little I bit. I even gave up French lessons at school. Yeah. I thought I was never going to go abroad. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Things changed a little bit then. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, a wee bit. I've uh, broadened my horizons. <laughs> yeah. Clacton and places like that. Yeah. South, South End last yeah. week. Yeah. That's right, we were. Yeah, we were in South End last week. What's the South End crowd like? Uh, great. As yeah, they are fabulous. great everywhere. Who's all time the place that you go where you know they're going to be like excitable ready to party a good vibe a good energy is there a certain place is it the uk of well, course it is well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the uk yeah i think we want to narrow it down a bit but we're, <laughs> we're fortunate because wherever we play it seems to be you know vibing yeah yes yeah i've been on the side of the stage many times uh, because we have i we've just met in passing before not really yeah. officially had a chance right. to say hello but um i'm always on the side of stage whenever well the jam great. is playing definitely you'll see me rocking out there and it's infectious i mean i have to say the crowds and i've seen you only in here in the uk but you know it's just it's it's something to be a part of. It really is. Yeah, I can imagine. It's what, so great. What's the banger? What's the what's the song that you guys would say makes the crowd uh, the most excited? Town called Malice, going underground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. We just played Town called Malice. That's my favorite. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> That's a huge back catalogue of great epic songs. But um, I'm sure as well with the different locations, you get something different from each yeah. crowd. There's an element of you know. I'm sure Tiffany, you know this as well. Different songs bring a different vibe from different people. For know? sure. Yeah. I think when we were in, we were playing in Australia a couple of years ago, and I remember thinking in Sydney, you know, and thinking. This is just amazing, you know, to to be in Sydney and uh, looking across at Bruce on stage, you know, and uh, and and the place in awe, yeah, in awe of you, yeah, <laughs> like I always do. Uh, yeah, just uh, wherever you are in the world, I think, uh, yeah, I always, you know, think how lucky we are to be doing what we're doing, really. Yeah. I mean, it is literally the dream job for millions of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And in, yeah. ter in terms of the change, um, Tiffany, I'm sure you'll be able to comment on this as well. In the music industry, since when you started to now, is there any distinct things that you see that are different, good or bad, about the way it works now? Wow. Oh, it's very, very completely different. Yeah, it's completely you different. Know, completely different. I mean, where it's all, uh, there's no money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, cut to the chase. Uh, no one gives any money away, so it's they all, everybody wants it on a plate these days. So yeah. it's whereas you used to be able to go out and uh, perform, uh, you know, go and record an album, and, and, and then you'd do a tour to promote an album. It's the other way around. So, uh, you know, and it's all uh, crowdfunded these days. You know, everybody's crowdfunding and... Uh, it's just completely upside down. So uh, I suppose trying to get used to it, really. Yeah, but it's it has changed, and it's it's even changed for me. Like obviously, I'm not a musician. I'm trying to pretend in a room full of iconic <laughs> musicians that I'm uh, a musician, but I'm not. It, it it's changed even in in my lifetime to see the difference. I mean, CDs to 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 not even iTunes not even existing. You know, yeah. the cha that yeah. change is massive, but. You know, your fans remain the same. They remain yeah. as, as, as uh, you know, they've got this allegiance to you. I think the people don't change, though. No. You know, definitely. And the, the, the you know, movement behind music. People still want good music. Mm. And there's something about... I believe the jam, their music, and, and, and think, you know, I'm thankful my music. It makes people feel good. It takes them back to a time. For sure. You know, it's just, a, yep. it's that, it's, there's something about it that's really magical. And to be 
you know, I can only speak for myself, but I think that you probably would agree that to be one of those artists, to have that is, again, a grateful thing because, you know, these fans keep turning up, keep turning up all around the world. And even though the industry is upside down and all the crazy, you can still mm. get your music to them, which is easier a little bit nowadays, which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. Um, but it is more work. You know, you got to get out there. You got to get on the road. I've been on the road for like two years now. Yeah. Literally, We're I haven't stopped. Permanently and that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but again, it's the fans that keep it going. And, and you find other opportunities and, you know, it's just it's something that you kind of get, like you said, you have to get used to it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, thank you for everybody out there listening who keeps supporting yeah, the mean, music not, more yeah, than anything. Not, it's a great in thing so to many be able to do. It's, it, we're so lucky yeah. to be able to do it, you know, we're and to privileged. be here today. Yeah. You know. yeah. Are you, um, in terms of like what you were just talking about with the fans and the longevity, it does come with, in a way, a high price of having to tour a lot, which is debilitating at the best of times. Is there anything you do to prep for tour? Because it's tiring. It's a lot. What, for talking? Tour, touring. Oh. Also <laughs> touring. <laughs> no, I, I do have to prep for talking. I do a little la-la-la. No. Yeah. But when you, go, when you know you're going to, like, for example, you're heading off 10th of October, but, yeah. and before that you're going all around the world. Yeah. Is there anything you have to do mentally, physically, to kind of prep for that? Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I, I don't know what it is, but, I mean, you have to categorise it and put it all into a proper place and get your head around the fact that, uh, you know, it, you're going to go in through different time zones and be tired and exhausted and expect that. And, and when it does happen, and the wheels will fall off one day, you know, yeah. and it does happen, you know, and you find yourself crying because you haven't got any sugar, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 or... or or, you, or something crazy happens and you just find yourself almost yeah. want to burst into tears. I yeah, like come over a bit spinal tap. Yeah. It? It's so much, yeah. I mean, being on the road is so much fun because, again, I, you know, you're giving your music and everything. But, you know, it is taxing a little bit it's because it's tough. so much energy around a lot of people. I used to, when I was touring, especially even here in the UK, I thought something was wrong with me. You know, I was 15, 16, and I'd be around people all day long, and then I would go to my room, and they'd go, good night. Mm. Everyone would go to the bar, and I would be sitting there at, you know, 9 o'clock with all this energy, all this attention all day long, yeah. and then you don't know what to do with all that excess mm. whatever, and I would get severely depressed, even at 15, 16, and wow. I would call my friends at home, and I'd be like... What was what's wrong with me? I mean, I yeah. you know, got into I mean, the mini I mean, bar we, we a couple of times back then too. <laughs> but but you know, I, mm. I didn't know what to do with myself. But that is still what happens. I think it wasn't an age thing. I mean, do you do you feel that way after yeah, a show? Yeah, absolutely. And all I mean, the good thing is the band are such good friends that yeah. if one right. of us, you know goes down so to speak um, yeah. you've got the other two <laughs> yeah, that help, help you. pick you up yeah. you know yeah we've yeah. often said if you're feeling a bit bonkers you know with jet lag bring it to the room or phone up a room and say look you know can I have a chat or whatever you know because it does feel like that you know because you're a long way from home you know 12 hours sometimes 12 13 hours away from uh, you know it's hard to make a connection with home because you phone yeah. home and right. they're, they're in different you know and yeah they're in a different time zone but you know you're going to bed they're just getting up you know it's real tough stuff. it's a different headspace you're it's, yeah. it's different experiences you know it's sometimes hard for people to kind of grasp what you're going yeah. through or you know and you're, you're sending pictures back at home but it's not the same but then it really I, isn't the same got a little to put bit into, rea into you know context as people you know digging holes in the road and, and great well, jobs that is say, you know similar yeah yeah that's you know, true yeah, so you can hear i can hear some of your listeners going, going, oh well, what a hardship yeah. yes no friends it's different you know every i think that people who go to a nine to five you know moms that are just stay-at-home moms you yeah. know they, these are hard jobs but you know 
everybody has different, you know, levels of what, you know, again, makes them tick a little bit and what they can and can't, you know, take. So I think it's different, you know, for us, it is a 24-hour thing, almost like, you know, like my friends understand that they're doctors or nurses. Yeah. They're on call all the time. And you, I learned this year, I need to just go to sleep sometimes and because I, you I, I laughed at you when you said the sugar yeah. cried over the sugar Sleeping I cried over oh. like something the like granola fell on me one day and I just like lost it I would you cry yeah I mean, but you know you're think, around people all day long and sometimes you just really need to patrol yourself yeah but I think actually from from a perspective of someone outside of it the the people right now are talking so much about this and it's so interesting to hear you guys say that because that is I mean a lot of people are talking about about mental health in the music right. industry right now and making it a really important, it is important. discussion that, mm, yeah. that artists are able to have. But it's great to hear also you guys talking about it. Uh, you know, you've been in making iconic music for a long period of time, but it just shows that nothing has changed. People are just able to talk about it a bit more right. outside mm. of, as you say, ringing up, you know, one of for the sure. others to say, can yeah, I have a chat? I, I think there's, uh, you know, the, the, the taboo about, um, let's call it mental health or... or stress or strain or whatever you you go through um you know that that taboo pretty much it's pretty much disappeared and it's cool for for you know for me to turn around yeah. and someone say look i'm having a you know i'm struggling a bit you yeah. know you know whatever you're doing you know uh, it, it's no you know it's no secret in my life there's that, no um, shame in it is no, it? no and it's no, none in mine so. that you know I've, I've been 22 years uh, sober uh, and celebrated 22 years of being sober this congratulations. year. Oh, yes, that's congratulations. Burnt out, man, 22 years ago. And, uh, you know, and I, I eventually put it all down. I got sick and tired. I've been sick and tired and just put it all down. And, uh, and my life's just been the most amazing roller coaster since then. And happy, and you know, I can deal with stuff today, you know. Yeah, right. And, and I went to Pete. You know, I, I went through all that stuff of talking with people. And I know a lot of people in the industry you know, uh, that struggled. And a lot of people helped me out in the industry as well, some well-known people. But, you know, uh, I am where I am, and it's in a much better place today than I was then. But it's wonderful to hear as well that candid conversation about mental health and about um, substance abuse, alcohol abuse, yeah. being something you can say, I can stand up and say, yeah. Yeah. I, I quit this and I've celebrated. Oh, yeah. Is it 23? 22 years. 22 yeah. years is an incredible fee. Yeah, long time. Um, but also an amazing thing to, to discuss and tell but people I, I, that you lucky. can do it. But you I can, can talk that. to Bruce on the road. Me and Bruce have been, I, I was really clear with Bruce right from day one and we've been out to have open conversations about exactly where my head's at and, yep. and this and we they, they, they there's probably they know more about me you know my bandmates than my psychiatrist did, <laughs> you know and, and he knew a lot you know so it, it was great to have that around me. and they need to be aware that, that there's an Achilles heel that I have you know and uh, we've all got one but uh, also yes, it's, it's hard to avoid in the, when you're in a band like you guys like yeah. you know you it's since you're really young you get given everything you want you know, yeah. I mean, there's that uh, other side, like you were talking about. Everybody goes, "Oh, you know, that sounds so awful." You are. You're traveling everywhere. Everything is beautiful. You're giving everyone. You're making money. People know you. So, I mean, that's the luxurious side of it, and it's amazing. And, and there it, is, and a we dark are side. very lucky. Yeah. But there is another side. We are human as well. So, you know, there's all those emotions. Being away from home, living. That I think that's why you know, I, I for me, music comes through me, and that's my experiences. Obviously, it's yeah. like my therapy. Yeah. You know, but if you yeah. listen to my music you'll definitely find faults in me yeah. <laughs> you know but oh, i'm just yeah. exposing them but that's part of what we do really 
Yeah, you know, so tell I, it's a great stories. thing to stick your hands up. And, but, you know, there's also... I've met some great people, you know, who, who've been understanding and uh, some great what I call normal people, you know, that, that haven't gone down that route at all, you know, that have survived quite healthily in the music business or, you know, film or acting and Some stuff people like do some... Exactly yeah. right. I, I think, think it's, it's a personality-based... Yeah, there's a, it's a person... I think there's there's something that clicks or it doesn't click and you can you can avoid it you can slide around yeah. it or you can face it head sure. on yeah. i also think there's like there's a whole different like mindset to a lot of this stuff now i mean i work with a lot of people in america that are young and up and coming singers huh. so i mentor a lot of people and just they're being around them a little bit and how they look at how they're pursuing their careers sure. it's much more business minded oh god than, yeah. than i definitely was exposed to being 15 no one wanted me to know the business side at yeah. all nice. for many many years but you know you have to now you have to as a mature artist if you want to stay in the game and as an up and coming artist and i think with some of of that them learning all the different that it is a business is keeping them a little bit more on a healthier road would you agree yeah. I, I think so me and bruce did we, we in the, you know years ago we we uh, turned around with the business side of it and uh, just went right we're not going to have anybody tell us what to do mm -hmm. yeah. you know we know what to do we're old enough aren't we experienced enough yeah right. you know, and all this it's right. about perception of having the big tour bus the big entourage yeah. of crew right. yeah caterers you know, uh, you just don't need it all. It all costs money. <laughs> yeah. And why, you know, why? And it is a lot, com it is coming, because people don't really understand, it does actually come out of your pocket. Of course. Well, exactly, it actually which does. we realised, you know, <laughs> a, a month after the dust had settled and yeah. the accounts had been drawn up and you've just done this huge tour and yeah. sell out shows and you get frippant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. All that hard work, well, you know, you had this, you had that, <laughs> that you didn't need, but you had it. But yeah. people are so switched on now, I think, as well. In terms of... I, and I, I'd love to know your, your opinion, guys, in terms of... Because, like you said, you were 16 and you were a girl on your own, which, right. um, at that time, people definitely didn't want you to know. No, they didn't want me to... They were like, here, on. just sing this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear that. You can hear that. Yeah. Yeah, be a good laugh, yeah. God. Just run along. Have a little sing. But did you guys experience people trying to hide in the beginning people trying to hide things from you money or or, or that kind of not not necessarily deceive you but uh, let's say keep you just focused on the music at, in the early days or did, were you always quite you, hands on Bruce was well, lucky there John Weller yeah you know we had you know. a unique manager in, yeah. in John Weller you know Paul's dad yeah which means that so he's looking after you, you. you exactly looking after our interests and he's going to look after his son which in turn will look after Rick and myself you yeah know? so that's quite unique but we've had people uh, over the years uh, that tried to take advantage, let's say. Absolutely, but We're yeah. too tough for that, you know, and, and we, we just weren't putting up with any of it. So, uh, and we know what we like and what right. we want and exactly yeah, how we're going to do it. So we surround ourselves with people that uh, we employ people that we, we like and we employ people that we get on with and that know how we think. And it's very simple, really. Um, now, this is a question for everybody. Mm -hmm. One of my favourite questions to ask musicians is, what, what is on your rider? Now, <laughs> Very I little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I like to know because it's kind of a little insight okay. into the mind. Into the mind. It, I, it is, it is. Yeah, I agree with that. So, guys, you go first. What's, what's on your rider? Well, because, as Russ has said, he doesn't drink. Yeah. A keyboard player doesn't really drink, neither does the drummer. <laughs> so, so I'm the only, I'm the only one. And I can only, only take so much. <laughs> so it's probably half a dozen beers maximum. Yeah. Uh, and a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine? You want to take that home with you? That's what I think. Well, well the crows nick it. That's ah, what they do. Oh, they they steam in. I mean, in the jam days, we, I, 
we had spirit, so I had Bacardi. And, I like Bacardi and oh, Coke. Oh, nice, <laughs> you nice. Are a rocker. I know. <laughs> but I finished up with about 14 bottles of Bacardi at home. Because you can't oh, tr- yeah. I can't drink a bottle of Bacardi every night for no, four I hope, weeks. Yeah, I hope yeah. you weren't all doing wrong that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what about hummus? Everyone seems to have hummus on their rider. I do. I'm guilty. No. You've got we don't, we don't do build your own. We okay. don't, no, we we have pastas in the fridge. Now. Pasta? Pastas, yeah. ready-made pastas. Oh, nice. You've got a little spag Chicken bowl. and pastas oh, nice. and stuff like that. Trying because, to, yeah. Trying to keep a bit healthy. It's, it's difficult so from, you're on the road to eat at the right yeah. time. Yeah. It's tricky. It is. Otherwise, you turn into a sandwich day, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you look like one and feel like one. For, so from the jam, like pasta bakes, basically. Is that what we're... Pastas, yeah. Chicken <laughs> pastas and uh, prawns. And, and if nice. Mr. M&S is out there, we're hoping yeah, yeah. for we're, uh, <laughs> Mr. sponsorship, yeah. please. Because yeah. we do eat a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Well, you've um, got to. You've got to stay. You know, you're big growing boys. You've got yeah, to. We are. I struggle because a, I'm a foodie. I love to cook. So I really struggle. I struggled when I was with the new kids. Like you said, right. catering, cat- all of that. But I would go in there and go, no, I don't want that. I don't really want that. I really wish I just had, you know, a, a, my own way to cook. Because you want to be healthy. Yeah. Like you said, you don't yeah. feel too much salt, too much this, too much that. So I do have the build your own on my rider. Wow. But a bottle of Jim Beam, of course. There's Ooh, that. Jim Beam. <laughs> that, well, that's very rock and roll. Yeah, that is. Yeah, well, that, that, that is very that's motorhead material. <laughs> I love my hummus in there. But uh, it, you know, now I'm getting, I, I am starting to order more things a little bit. But I totally agreed. Why have all this stuff that you're, yeah. A, not going to finish? I hate wasting food. Yeah, so m- usually there's just the one Disappointment of our road Why do crew? I need a yeah. t- If the band's there, they want beer. Of well, course. Chocolate gone was one of it. Yeah, we used to have loads of chocolate on there. Oh, but yeah? I, that is another thing I gave up last year. And I'll go running now. I'm so boring, aren't I? You gave up chocolate? I gave up chocolate. Yeah. We'll have to talk about the chocolate that's situation. Just, that's exactly that's what our crew one. said. You I understand the drugs and booze, but the chocolate. I give up chocolate. I used to have. I'm offended I, by that, I'll be honest. I used to have. He was 30 stone. Yeah. 35? I used to have a tin of custard, and that I used to have that every day—a tin Ooh. of custard and a, and a yeah. tin opener. <laughs> not sure. Uh, Me neither. Not sure about yeah, that. Cold cold custard. Cold you need something with it, like apple crumble or something. Yeah, no, I couldn't. The nerves wouldn't allow that. I used to have so a you tin just of drink custard. a tin of custard. Yeah, I used before to sit there, you go. No, on. I used to take it back to my my, room, my hotel. Oh, I used God. to sit there at night in front of the telly, spooning birds custard. That Loads sounds like the happiest, saddest times of your life. Yeah, I was happy <laughs> and sad. <laughs> Tell me something to make me happy. Beautiful. No, 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 Be- <laughs> I definitely don't think we can talk about that right now. Um, so I just thought that was a me- being a musician, being happy and sad. Yeah. Well, you know, so <laughs> I don't want to know about your sheets. It's, it's, it's a pretty messy bedroom, or it was. <laughs> Used to be. Oh dear, chocolate me. galore. Yeah. Willy Wonka. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Willy won't he? <laughs> right. So I'm going to get back to the serious questions now because you're being I so that naughty. Was oh, yeah. this <laughs> was so These serious. Are coming from serious questions. Um, setting, <laughs> the setting sun's 40th anniversary oh, tour. Yeah. Oh. Right. Very exciting. Yes. Yep. Kicking off on 10th of October. Um, you're going. Oh my God! You're coming to my. You're coming to Walthamstow. That's where I live. Right. That's right. We are. I we actually that. tailored it to your needs. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you so much. We heard that you live. It was a surprise. What do you know? They what? wanted to come in to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. That means so much. But also, can I just say, on the rider that night, like I could send you a list of things. You can have what you want. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Definitely be putting some hummus on there. You got okay. to get. get oh, that's nice. Let's get yeah. lit and have some hummus. <laughs> 
Okay, very European. <laughs> I feel really boring like now. Yeah. Yeah. Not much on yeah. the ride. No, me and you can yeah. share some Bacardi. That's we'll, I'll help you drink. He don't share anything. Oh, okay, no, fair he's enough. He's a non-sharer. He's not a sharer. He's painting a poor impression on me. Okay? I don't believe it for Bacardi a second. Bacardi until it comes out your ears, darling. Oh, thankfully you but said that. You're doing some great, like, like number one, it's a lot of dates. Like, it you're going to be, you're going to be on tour properly, living, breathing it for yeah. nearly a month, well, a month and a half. Um, yeah, and the Vapors I mean, are on the road with you, correct? Is the Vapors? Yeah, is, the Vapors yeah. are on the road with yeah. uh, well, I'm very excited about that as well. Another, yeah. another, one of my They're favorite. actually in the States at the moment, though. Are, are they? Because yeah. we actually are Instagram fans. And oh, okay. I met them again at some of the shows that I've been doing around yeah. here. And they were so sweet because they're always liking my stuff. And then I saw that you were definitely touring together. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, full that. circle. I love that. Yes. They're Tiffany, learning Japanese, one of my favorites as well. Let's go down and see them in Walthamstow then. If I'm here, let's make it down happen. to the end. Yeah, I would down. love that. Be Bacardi. A, yeah, I can. Listen, guys. I'll, I'll bring. To, I'll have to bring my Jim Beam, of course. Yeah, but, you, you know. bring the Jim Beam after party at mine. Let's <laughs> kick it off. These guys are like absolutely no way. <laughs> no way. We'll um, do a pasta yeah. bake. Um, what I am a yeah. foodie. We'll cook oh, something. Oh, there you go. I'll bring a pasta. <laughs> That's yeah. a better in. I think. Well, we'll you're going to rustle up a sandwich for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm a huge foodie. I, I can cook. Trust me, I can cook. I definitely. That's what I love to do. That's see. That's for me. What I do when I'm not on the road. That's how I kind of let it all go. I, I cook. And that's how I write my songs, most of my songs wow. and things like that. That's my, I meditate as well. But that is my meditation okay. time. Oh, wow. So that's my other passion other than music. Good. It would be food. I'm very, very serious about the food situation. Yeah. What about you guys? What's your other, pa- do you have, What's your um, other passion? what do you kind of do to relax, chill out when you're not, when you're not on tour and when you're not working? Well, just like being at home really. It, it, it's home things, yeah. yeah. yeah homely things. Fixing things. Yes. <laughs> that's got damaged while you've been away or something. Uh, Honestly, please do come to my house in Walthamstow then because there's a lot that needs to be done there is a I'll bring lot the yeah, yeah. Yeah. follow Bacardi yeah. gig spanner no I'll, I'll get the Bacardi that's on me you well, find you don't really do too much it, it, because no, you're on the road boring, so much but it's yeah. nice just to unwind and be with your family yeah. it's not boring do, it sounds do family lovely things. it's great yeah, we play golf occasionally yeah. together yeah um, just relax Sunday, unwind I did play Sunday I got on all right. Did yeah. you win? I don't know how golf works. Uh, well, no, yeah. I know it sounds really dull, but it's a good laugh, good fun. Oh, I didn't win. I won the week before, though. Oh, well done, though. I yeah. don't know how golf works, so you could have said you'd won. No, I won. I, I am amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I happened to win. But that's good because it's, you know, you're, you're out playing golf with some friends of, you know, I've known for a long time. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's just great fun. It's a good thing to do to relax. You know, we've got... Do something like that to relax. Otherwise, you just go completely stir crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, also Tiffany earlier, um, you touched on when you come off stage. Mm. There is that feeling of kind of because you've had such adrenaline for so long, and then suddenly it's just like, and now it's finished. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How how have you learned to deal with that? Yeah, we used to. I don't know. I, I used to find that coming back from a whole tour would be really difficult. You know, like uh, I just found myself getting nervous around five o'clock in the evening, and I was laying on the sofa at home. You know, yeah. I think, why am I feeling like this? And it was because yeah, I, was I used should to be doing something now. Yeah, like sound be, check. Yeah, yeah you, know. you get into a rhythm. You do. Now, yeah. I just, I just yeah. went through it because I, I literally, I'm off the road now wow. after 55 dates. That's a lot. It's yeah. been oh, yeah, I, I, it's maybe it. two yeah. weeks, <laughs> two weeks, maybe something like that, That's 17 right. days, and it was the last. I mean, about three days before I started the tears. The steers, you know, because you're excited to go home 
and go on to other projects. For mm. me, it was another project coming here and all the wonderful things. Yeah. But, you know, you've made a little family, you yeah. know, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's different if you, obviously, probably with, with you know, your your system, but you, you have the same people you work with all sure. the time. Yeah. So you kind of go together all the time and you get to see each other. But for me, I was working with the new kids and their crew and saying goodbye, really, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I don't do massive tours really that much anymore over right. in the United States. Right. We did have the catering and the bus, and, and then I did get the bill. That was really great. So, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. the exposure was amazing and the yeah. experience. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all of that. But, yeah, for me, I started, like, tearing up about you know three four days before and really still having a hard time with it and I remembered that when I was a kid I did the same thing and it's just the life that you choose a little bit you know mm, you're yeah. eager to get on the road then you're eager to get off the road then you're you know yeah, exactly. it, you said it you tapped into it though you said a musician you know a happy and a sad place yeah I, I live by the sword us. die by the <laughs> yeah. sword yeah it's nice to get home but after about a week we start twiddling the thumbs yeah. 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 a little bit a bit when all the again, worst the way we are yeah <laughs> well good luck on the tour I hope it goes really it's well it's going to be fabulous I'm so excited thank you, for you and thank you for coming on the show today thank you no, for, for, for being yeah. part the of the Tiffany Takeover today I will be in Walthamstow screaming um, not in a weird way. There's no Bacardi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> screaming, yeah. kicking off if there's no Bacardi. Okay. No, I'll be there at the front waving. So thank you guys so much. And thank you so much, no, Tiffany, as well. This yeah, is the well, takeover. It's been an fun, absolute pleasure. The thank tif- you so much for being here. The takeover of dreams. Right, we're going to play some music now. And guys, we will see you hopefully in Walthamstow. And Tiffany's going to come with me. I'm going to make it. Great, great okay. stuff. Cheers, we'll guys. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Foo Fighters, times like these, showcasing a bit of the rockier side of Tiffany. Yeah, definitely. Because now you're a bit more of a rocker, aren't you? Well, I, I always have been, yes. I mean, I, I, I did start out in country music, yep. but it was still all the bad boys I love there. You know, Waylon and Willie and the boys and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I started listening to more rock music. I was exposed to more rock music probably at, like, 12 and I was already performing and doing country music. And I come from Los Angeles, outside of Los Angeles, about 30 minutes outside of Los Angeles. So, you know, it's mostly a Latin community there. And country music wasn't very well received, I have to say. My parents didn't know anything about the music industry. So if I wanted to sing, it was at the fair or at the plaza that was being opened up or in front of the bank or literally the grocery store, wherever they could have me. In front of the bank. I oh, love that. I've done some bank <laughs> openings. I've done some, you know, grocery stores. Well, you know, again, small community. I mean, I, my parents had no clue about the music industry. So exposure to my dad was all right, you know, we'll try it. And, of course, I think I learned more about myself, obviously, as a performer. Absolutely. You know, some days it went well, some days it didn't. But I was resilient as a kid at, you know, 12. I didn't care. But I did to see all of the friends that I went to school with. And that was embarrassing. And a lot of people, you know, pick on you and stuff like that. So I learned very quickly that country was not cool. Um, <laughs> and I was really kind of like... I, I, of course, wanted to sing, but I was starting to become embarrassed to sing in my hometown. And it was my older cousin who I, she would go away for the weekends, and I would sneak into her bedroom and have her, you know, LPs, her all her albums. Mm-hmm. And that was back in the day when they had albums with all the liner notes. And like you said, what's on your, what's on your writer? Well, what's on your liner notes? Because it tells you about yourself, about what the, you know, artist was thinking, who they want to thank, who's in their life. Um, the pictures were really cool. And I found Stevie Nicks at that time and Heart. And mm. Led, well, Led Zeppelin, I was already listening to a little bit in ACDC, but 
female singers that were kind of like holding court, you know, with this band and being feminine, but yet being rocker and, you know, writing their own music. And I was like, that's what I want to be. That's it. So it's taken me a while, um, you know, but at the same time to have my whole career happen at 14. You know, I'm very, again, grateful to be here. So, you Absolutely. know, we're doing more rock stuff. So you'll definitely hear more rock stuff on my playlist or in my car if you're hanging out with me for the evening. Well, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're also going to listen to Beautiful, which is a track from your new album, which yeah. has got a bit of a different, the bit different side to it. But also, what's interesting is now... Country is really cool. And Country is the new pop. It and really is. Liv, who's coming in in a minute, is uh, an up-and-coming. Her style has got a bit of a country edge I to definitely, it. I've been checking her out a little bit. I saw that she was a guest today, so I'm excited to get to know her a little bit. Yeah, she's going to be coming um, on in a minute. Definitely. And I pulled up a lot of her stuff and a lot of her videos and things. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And also, that voice is amazing. But yes, I heard some country in there. So, you know, yeah. definitely. It's, it's, it's cool it's now. It's a great vibe. Yeah, I mean, country is definitely definitely much more I don't want to use the word commercial but it, it is, is much much more much more pop you which know? all that means is it's become popular it's become popular but it, I think even the way that you know obviously they're you know what they write about has been much more broad you mm-hmm. know it's not just you know uh, yes there's still our country music about tractors and things like that but which you know love. I think that you know definitely but I think that definitely they you know have managed to kind of broaden out to that pop base with those great anthem kind of songs. The hooks, the, the hooks, melodies. The songs that are just easy to listen to one time through and they've got it. And you know, not everyone out there is a singer. And those kind of songs are magical again. Yeah. You know, they're just easy for everybody to digest and they're feeling it. Those are those are those are what you call popular songs. Yeah. So country has been kind of you know, a forerunner on that kind of just, they've just been like taking it and blazing with it the last like five or six years. Absolutely. Well, in the meantime, let's play a little transitional track for you then. Sure. We're going to play a bit of Fleetwood Mac because if, oh, if Stevie yes. was... I did pick a f- Fleetwood Mac. Yes, yeah. I did. So uh, maybe we'll play a little bit of what kind of turned you into the pop. Well, not pop, but like the rockier. Well, I mean, for me, I was doing, I was actually doing, I had moved into rock and I was recording rock in Los Angeles. And again, I was 12, 13, 14. People were like, you're, that's never going to happen. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they'd get my demo tape. They'd get my picture. I looked 18, but they would be like, I'd come in and I'd be 12. And it was, there was no market for that. So for me, you know, I started that and then. I was presented with I Think We're Alone Now, so it turned pop for me in a different direction. But I even think on some of the earlier albums, you still always hear a little bit of tone of country and maybe, hopefully, a little Stevie Nicks because she's so inspired me. Well, let's play a little bit of Rhiannon. I love it. Welcome back to the Tiffany Takeover. Doris Pearson from Five Star is here. Hello, people. I made Hello. it. Hello. <laughs> I know that we have met before. I know that because back we, in the back in the day, day, yeah. you know, we did so many shows. There was all these multi-bills and festivals yes. and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, TV shows, Top of the Pops, all of it. I know. So I know that I've met you, but yes, thank like you so much for being doors. here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure. Very exciting. It is. How's your day been? My day's been sweaty. I was yeah. on the tube. I was just telling about my hair I straightened my hair this morning it was like ah slowly coming the curls were coming back and I was like no one more stop and I'm off so I'm good I thought I would get a break from the humidity because I've been in America and we've been touring all over and you know and and it's been really hot and humid and so I you know said as soon as I get to the UK (laughs) I'll have a break and then I landed here and went not gonna happen no break yeah sorry about that and no air con a lot of times here so it's been 
different. So yes, uh, definitely. I was saying, telling you, I had my hair straightened, but yes. as I as if I start to get bigger as we're speaking, because <laughs> well, we, my hair hair gets like my hair gets really curly, big crazy. Hair's cute. I love curls. You well, both look gorgeous. So don't I worry. appreciate it, and yeah, it's just it's wonderful to have you in the studio today. This <laughs> is so totally much. different from me a takeover on a radio station. She's nice. smashing it. But I have a great co-host today, Harry. And I haven't washed my hair. Amazing. So, oh, you're cool though. <laughs> no, but she's got a cool suit on. Up and go. Look at this. I do like that I kind love of the mango, color. rustic. I love prissy, it. Very pretty. As soon as you walked in, I was like, like a happy girl. I love I'm it. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I don't. I very basically, if I don't wash, because I've got grey hair now. I've, I'm. I went grey when I was 16. Me 17. I started. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like fully grey. So yeah. you can't really tell what is going on. Well, with my I like hair. what you got going on because yeah, you can't looks tell. Great. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like a, a mystery kind of very <laughs> a mystery very. mix. But it means that I can use dry shampoo with abundance because it's already grey. So it just it just keeps. It I just, love that. See, I don't, I don't get do dry hair. Shampoo, I don't but, like to do um, hair. Yeah. I like to do makeup. Makeup I can do. Makeup but I hair can I do. cannot do. The brush gets all tangled. Oh, I'm it's all, a nine. I get sweaty. Brushes, I get all yeah. sweaty and I start cursing and I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. Yeah, then I don't want to go and I just need a glass of wine. Forget about it. Both of you look stunning. Oh, stunning. Thank you. My lovely. Thank you. So let's have a talk about, about music. Doris, you actually uh, did a UK tour in 2018, didn't you? Um, no, not a UK tour. Oh, you tour. announced it? No. Um, see, what's going on right now is that my sister is going out as five star and she has oh. dancers with her. Just to clear that up, I'm not right. with them. Right. Oh. So that, that's the right. information that you guys have. Yeah. Oh. But no, I haven't been with the band in a few years. Uh, we did some festivals actually so recently uh, a few years ago now and do you miss it I do I do but everybody geographically is everywhere everywhere so um, it's like can you do it can you do this time oh, can you God. do that time it's hard the it's hard there, yeah. their kids are here organising so. seeing your siblings in normal circumstances is hard enough it's normal. like yeah like I don't know what you you mean by normal that we're not normal <laughs> no but that's what I mean it's like you know me organising to see my brother is so difficult imagine trying to organise you know to do it yeah. on a sit you know that must be hard exactly yeah. plus the six grandkids now so there's a lot yeah there's a lot yeah. it, family groups are very an interesting dynamic a little we bit are. you know I mean it's we are. We're I think it is hard Harder than the than what we do really. I'm, I'm really good friends with the Jets. Oh nice! And I love so and then they're, they're the same. They now kind of split off, and there's because they couldn't work it out. I mean, yeah. certain people could make it, and then they had to fall out because yeah, of kid yeah, yeah. things or whatever. It happens. And so when now they're when just. There's two different jets that are touring, right? But to make it work out, but you know, but they tell. I'm, I used to tour with them all the time, and they would tell yeah. me a lot of their I know. stories. I saw the sisters, you know, yeah. girls fight and all that kind of stuff. They're they're Absolutely. a loving group. They don't do it often, but Absolutely. you know, it's just a whole different thing being yeah. in a family dynamic and yeah, stuff. It but, is. But it you is. were in it's the you were also because. in the studio a couple of days ago. We've seen on your yes, on yes. Your there's this huge '80s album project has come out um, with Moro, and I was in studio with you. Ed, the producer. Great. And there's so many artists like still to come aboard. Right. So I can't say too much. Oh! But I've done my bit and it was so oh I loved it. I loved it. And they're so efficient. I like to be I work very quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you I, like to be in the studio or do you like to do live performance more? Both. Both. 
equally yeah. the same because you've got the creative part and then you've got the live where you can mess up and still be creative and have fun and on with the show really right yeah I mean you're in the studio you have the you know the luxury of trying something yeah, you know you, you can know you, and you kind of kind of do your thing so true I was in and out with these guys it was like a live lounge situation oh. thing and I really liked it I did like two three takes and I was gone yeah, <laughs> yeah. like boom I'm I out it. exactly <laughs> drop the mic did you have did you have withdrawal symptoms though when you left the studio it's like that thing of when you go back to um i don't think i have withdrawal symptoms because i'm a songwriter also so i'm still working with other producers i'm I'm always collaborating which is so good um yeah and i like behind the scenes as well because i've i put my hand to some tv writing as well some scripts and treatments so um which is kind of a like <laughs> you're dabbling a little bit of everything. I am. I am. You have to really. When you're creative, you you've got to have that outlet, and and that's what I do. Especially as a Gemini as well, it drives me crazy if I just have a a quiet moment. I always have to be creating and doing yeah, something and up and, and about in. and getting into the mix of things. But you started your career quite young, actually. Yeah, we did. So this is the norm for you, really. This I mean, is you know, being and living our lifestyle, really, music or creative or well, you both yeah, some other really outlet. Young. I mean, that's yeah. why I, I I was just talking earlier about I love to cook that's yeah. another avenue for me as a creative I love it. you know before that it was I yeah. love to garden you know yeah. I started even really young I was like yeah. I always had a garden and I was love always it. nurturing something or whatever but that was my outlet if I wasn't doing music so yeah mine's sports Oh, sports. Yeah, I love sports. Um, Did you have that in the early days as well? Were you very sporty to kind of get away from the band? I wasn't going to be in the group. I had no idea I was going to be in a pop group when I was younger because (laughs) I was going to play um, netball for England. Whoa! That was my thing. That was my my dream. What position? Um, I was either wing attack or goal attack. Sometimes wing defense. But I could play any position. Attack. Center. It's all about the attack. Whole different yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Completely different. Completely. And completely then I fell in love with Michael Jackson and I thought, how can I get to him? Okay, they're putting a group together. That could be a way or I could become a, an air hostess. One of the two. And I opted for the group. And Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's kind of a less of a chance if you're an air hostess. So you definitely went with the right Yeah, all option. I was thinking, that was my young mind. I'd be flying. I can go to LA. I can meet Yeah, it. no, it makes total sense. <laughs> he may have got on your plane. You never know. But hey, a girl Musician had a dream come true. I got well, to yeah. meet him. So I did the group and I got to meet my How did that feel? Hero. It was unbelievable. It was out of this world. Surreal, but... My dream came true. What would you say was your biggest highlight as part of Five Star? Like, what what was the moment that you think about still now that is your favourite? That was one of them for me personally. Um, Another one was a royal performance, meeting the Queen. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. What was her chat like? Amazing. Oh, you must be very hot in those outfits. like yeah we are we're very shy yes we are oh. we had to curtsy I love oh, how she's wonderful to be fair though and, I love and, that and she's yeah. lighting up right now just talking about yeah, it I you're, am, just, like, I am. you're beaming like, oh, already wow, the queen. it's what a great experience but also totally. the queen like she's actually you know when it's like what's the queen gonna chat to you about yeah because she always says something like really perceptive she like does. do you know what I mean it's like yeah, yeah. I am hot thank you for noticing <laughs> exactly. and eye contact she's very personable she's you know she connects with people even so. though she's the fucking queen <laughs> yes she is oh she just said the f word <laughs> i'm really naughty that's so am i <laughs> tiffany has to keep so me I. so am I. she has to keep me really <laughs> i was warned it might happen <laughs> she whips me into shape right. or she will um, yin and yang i would say that's a really two really um it's wonderful to kind of 
you you we you kind of wish for something to happen you dream of it and then it, and then it and then it happens oh absolutely i mean what's your moment like that tiffany would you say uh well i mean i had a moment as well meeting michael jackson so that was one of my moments mm-hmm. and i had just knocked off bad off of number 1 with i think oh, we're low now so <laughs> I wanted to meet Michael Jackson, wow. but I wasn't oh, so wow. sure. Put it that way. Can I, I just say, I think that's cooler than all, like, like cooler than meeting him is knocking him off the top spot. Absolutely. I did, but I, you know, and yeah. then I met him like literally like the next week and I, was he living? I wanted to meet him, but then I still was like, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> uh, he was wonderful. He was, he stopped and he, there was a huge yeah, queue a of all his fans and he yeah. stopped and he would talk to me and I actually started to like back away a little bit because yeah. I felt like I was taking way too much of his time. But he was very personable, and he wanted yeah. to know, are you enjoying it? You know, and mm-hmm. congratulations. I mean, he wasn't angry at all. It was no. it was amazing. You so, and that too. was my big moment with Michael Jackson. I mean, there's been others, of course, but that was probably, and I, you know, of course, you get weird. They always think celebrities, you know, were so cool. I mean, yeah. some of them might be. I don't know. I'm not one. But <laughs> that we're so cool that when we meet other people that we like, yeah. We don't, you know, I call it dorking out. You know? Can I just I say just that, no, out. I, I actually think from the plethora of people that I've sort of been around or been in the industry with, no one is cool about it. Like when you're meeting yeah. your hero, whoever you are, whether yeah. you're the most famous person in the world mm. or not, mm. like it's I wasn't sick. cool when I met yeah. Michael Jackson. I wasn't. I was like, oh, I thought you were taller. Oh, did you tell him that? Yeah, I was like, oh, Doris. It's so funny. Let yourself down, woman. It's so funny, though, that your mind told you to say that. Yes! That is hilarious. Yeah, it's like, just don't say it, say it. Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. (laughs) Don't say it, say it. it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, sweetheart, loved him. Yeah, yeah. but it's right. I met a lot of people, and and there's been so many times that you plan, you know you're going to meet somebody. Mm. Well, I just just interviewed the jam for, you know. Oh, my God. So for me, that was, like, amazing and wonderful, and and I was so nervous. So, you know, but, I mean, that's, who would have thought I would just, you know, come to the U.K. and all of a sudden just like, hey, do you want to interview the jam? Of course I do. Absolutely. But I'm going to totally be a dork, I'm sure. You weren't. You weren't. You weren't a dork. So thank you, everyone, for enjoying You were, Tiffany, you were cool as a cucumber. But that was a really, I mean, I just had a big moment in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I think... You know, so many of my friends, they always go, you know, girl, again, going back to music, you're so lucky, you're a musician, you tour, you do all of these things. But I think that in everyone's life, we all have these moments. Yeah. You know, even when I'm off the road and some days I'm like bored because I'm not touring, Mm. I just go out and I walk around and I people watch and I just breathe, you know, or you Mm. are able to just go to your local corner, you know, market and have like a cup of coffee and take it all in. I love these kind of moments. Yeah. They all happen around us for everyone. I hope you guys are taking some moments out there. Definitely make sure you do. Because, you know, when do you define what's a better moment because you met a celebrity than Mm -hmm. really just having some 10 minutes with your kid? You know, so it's like these little things that fulfill us. And and the more that I travel and the more that I'm in this industry and the more that I do this kind of stuff, the more that I kind of see meeting Michael Jackson absolutely wonderful. Wow. Wow amazing mm. spending time with you know somebody who's just breaking down and having a hard time yeah. rather they be a fan or a person i just met 5 minutes ago mm-hmm. because i'm that person wherever i go yeah. to a lot of sure. little towns you'll find me in the local coffee shop i do yeah. really go to the mall mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah people are like are, don't you have a show to do and i'm like yeah i don't know I'm hanging out you know i'm <laughs> yeah, in the pub across the way having a couple couple of drinks <laughs> but i think that's the, i think that's the but case you get that, to meet people yeah, yeah. it's, it's a low key i've owned 
only ever got like my most excited moment was when I met Cilla Black and Terry Wogan, which you probably don't know who they are, but Cilla Black and Terry Wogan in the same day. Yeah. Basically, two really iconic. Never um, met Cilla. Yeah. But met Terry. It, who's did so, Terry show. So nice. Yeah, very. Uh, both of them sadly have passed away since, but they're like iconic UK presenters. Yeah. One of which was like, did an amazing, hilarious dating show. The other one, much more like. Talk show. Yeah, talk show mm. sort of series. And but, radio. Yeah, but like, I, I, it wasn't that they were famous. I was just like, oh, I watched you when I was a child. Right. <laughs> so that I really liked it. Do you know that what I mean? Connection, yeah. 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 But it's lovely. And it's been yeah. so nice to chat to you, Doris, honestly. Thank you so much. And oh, he, and yes. He, definitely. And we won't keep in contact contact i would love to because i'm yes, here we a shall lot do that, Tiffany. And, and i know Get i have i'm, I'm yes. a person that has tons of photos my my parents always had me take pictures and they instilled that in me but they kept everything mm-hmm. i mean i have scrapbook yeah. after scrapbook yeah. of every cutting yeah. every magazine i love my dad he's since passed but oh, I'm sorry. at first i was like why are you doing this like this is a lot of stuff this is a lot of tiffany but i'm so thankful for it now Absolutely. and I know that we have pictures together in my little Ooh, scrapbook you've got a fine so I have a project to, to do when those. I get home I'm going to be going through them dusting those. them off and yes. going through them Absolutely. and definitely I will send you some fun shots because I always think it's funny to f- see old school pictures of ourselves oh, the clothes yeah. that we wore the hair that Big I hair. especially my hair we you'll laugh costumes. at my hair for we sure you'll laugh at our costumes so. <laughs> we're always in costumes no, you, you, yes, you were I hated what I was wearing because it was literally like just pick it from whatever I didn't have a stylist I didn't have hair and Oh, I love no, that. No, I had to do it old school. But, you know, I I have to say, some of those pictures are priceless. I don't yeah. like them, but they are priceless <laughs> out there. Yeah, listen, it's not always the good ones that are the best ones. That's right. That's right. Um, should we play a little bit of Five Star? I then? would love oh, to. What are we going to hear? Yes, right. we've picked a few things. What, what's your choice? Well, Area? we've got, we can choose right now live if you or like. Or Doris, what's your, you, we've you, got you, Rain or Shine or System Addict. Let's do Rain or Shine. That's ah, that's what I picked. Thank you. Ah! I was, I was <laughs> hoping you would say that because that is double whammy. Here we go. Thank you so it. much. Thank Thank you so much for having me, guys. Pleasure. Welcome back to the Tiffany Takeover. We've got Liv Austin in here now. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be asked back. I know. With Tiffany as well. I'm I'm excited to meet you because I I definitely went and listened to some of your music. But I was very intrigued about the multiple languages that you speak. (laughs) Because I'm trying to learn Italian and that's going very slow, I have to say. I Um, love Italian. um, Yeah, well, I tried to speak French in high school and it didn't go well. Um, (laughs) And then I'm Lebanese, so I speak a little bit of Arabic, but, you know. Oh, cool. I don't really, I need to dive into it, you know, live with it. But um, how many languages do you speak? Well, I speak, so I'm Norwegian, so Norwegian is my first language. But she hides it so well, you wouldn't know that (laughs) she's Norwegian. No, I I thought you were American, actually, when I first was pulling up a lot of your stuff when I was listening to your music. When people hear my Um, music, they usually think that, 100%, I was like, where does she live? Does she live in California? Is this a California girl? And I was like, Norwegian, what? Yeah, but that's a a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. (laughs) You got it all going on. Exactly, exactly. It's like when I'm on stage and I sing my songs and then I go into this accent you're between like, hey, yeah, everybody. Like, like, oh, it's what? so lovely that you're all here. <laughs> and everyone's like, I'm very confused. But um, yeah, I speak Swedish as well because Norwegian and Swedish is quite quite similar. I do speak French. Uh, I used to speak it better because I lived in Belgium for a few years, but I'm trying to keep it going. You know, it's like, that's the thing about learning a language or you keeping keep it, it up. Going. You have to speak yeah, it. You have to keep doing it. Use it all the time. Even Norwegian, I'm like losing now. Because, you know, when I go home and I talk to my mum, she's like, that's not how we say that. But <laughs> the really slang as well changes. Because I know that it there's does. words now that I say that my mum's like, what? 
Like, I say sick all the time, which is so embarrassing, but, like, that's sick. And my mum's like, why? What's wrong with it? But sick is like, <laughs> sick's good. Oh, no. My son went into a sick and sad. That's sad. Everything was sad or sick. Sick or oh. sad. Oh, And okay. that was, like, lasted for about a year or so. How old's your son? Uh, well, he'll be 27, actually. Oh, okay. So know. he knows about the... So, yeah. oh, yeah. And we did the whole epic fail, every all of that, you know, which I still, I kind of use it now. Yeah. <laughs> Is he tempted yeah. to go in the music biz? No, not at all. Yeah. He's a structural engineer, has no clue. Of, he, no, Amazing. I am like, I'm like, send in the clouds. And I yeah. come in the room. He's <laughs> like, wow, it's a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he's just not. He's very, and he's an introvert. You know, he's just like, he's the, that's his deal. You know, he's very in his own space. He's always been that way, even with his toys. He like put everything in a line. Because he's a structural engineer. He's a structural engineer. Yeah. And it made sense. You know, me, I was out like, you know, Climbing trees and singing off the t- literally, I was at six and seven. So when did you start live your your career? Well, I'm I'm such a I'm a bit of a mix of I think you and your son in that sense because I'm such an introvert and I was such a shy child and I loved music but I didn't want to sing to anyone. I just loved it so much but I was like no I don't want to I, I don't want to sing on my own you know right uh, so I loved it and I kind of held it off for so long that I started writing songs in my teens <coughs> and when I got into writing that's when I really got you know I wanted to to, to to bring those songs out because who was going to sing them if I didn't do it right. you know so that the songwriting really kind of spurred the whole thing on but I've only been doing music professionally actually going out gigging and releasing music for the last five years mm-hmm. so it's still fairly and it's fairly. taken off <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's going well it's going so, very yeah. well yes. yes so congratulations thank you and do you like to be I just was asking this to Doris um, Pearson who was in here earlier and from Five Star and I said, do you like studio or do you like live performance? I'm much more a live performer. I, yeah. That's why I'm on the road for forever. I've just signed that you know contract for, yep, go ahead. You know, so keep yeah. me out there because that's when people, A, they get to know me. You know, that, that contact with people. I, I get to know myself even more and grow as a per- performer, I Absolutely. think, when I'm on, you know, live. But um, everybody is different. So is it studio or live for you or a little I, bit of both? A bit of both. I don't really enjoy singing in the studio because I think it's so vulnerable and it's so, like, it has to be done almost perfect. And uh, singing isn't really perfect. That's not what it's about. So that's, I love... Uh, because I'm quite a perfectionist, I'm quite hard on myself. But when I'm performing live, if it's not perfect, that's okay because it's not meant to be. It's just a moment. It's past. Yeah. So I can kind of forgive myself yeah. for not singing everything perfectly. But in, in the studio, it's like, well, I'm going to have to do it again now because I wasn't. I think great. it's because we get something in our head of how we want to interpret something. I've, yeah. I can say for myself, I go like, okay, I'm going to sing. You know, I wish that I and it doesn't come out the way I wanted. I wanted mm. it to be very vulnerable or you know, whisper or whatever. And it's like it's just not happening. Sometimes sometimes yeah you know or that's just not the way I'm supposed to sing a song you got to give yourself a break sometimes your craft you're just not supposed to sing it that way for whatever reason but you do have this perception in your head it's the most frustrating thing and that's probably why I don't really like the studio that much is because it's not what I envision whereas live you just go out there and you have that moment it's gone exactly and you can beat yourself up about it or you can just go hey they liked it and you know I'll get better next day or whatever yeah so you know that's it yeah that's kind of how when I was listening to your music there's 
so do you have roots in country? Because there was definitely this soulful country, warm tone to your voice. And oh, I was just wondering if you, you like who are your influences for your music? Yeah, definitely with the stuff that I've released so far, even more so with my early stuff, it was quite country. And then with, with my debut album, which presumably is what you've listened to because I've taken everything else off. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's, it still has that country influence. I love, uh, I love so many songwriters who kind of write country music. I love Carrie Underwood. She's like, I mean, my voice is so totally different from hers, but I love all the writers who right. work with her and that kind of stuff. I love songs about life you know real life and I want to do the same thing. So have thing. you taken a trip to Nashville then a couple of times? Or yes. I yeah, think I've I had heard that. Nashville, I live in Nashville yeah. that's why. Yes so, I saw you did. And that's, yeah. I, I kind of went there to Nashville as well to be a better songwriter. Yeah. That's really what led me there. But yeah. also um, Tiffany started in country. I did start oh, really? in country. So I was opening up for like Mickey Gilly and Johnny Lee and no and oh on and on and on and on when I was just a kid. That's um, which was a great experience again. But and when she says kid she literally means I mean eight, nine kid. and ten. Yeah, you must but, have been, yeah. um, but it was I mean it was the craziest experience. I think that's why I'm the you know entertainer I am now, yeah. which I'm very personable. Country music was just it was just simple, you know, it wasn't hard. People just, if you said you were going to do something, you did it, you know, you yeah. showed up, you just, you you know, you loved music and you loved to be around people. And, and I got that firsthand education of having both lives. You could have a family and the dog yes. and the kids and the bus and still a career. So, of course, in pop career, when I got that, I was like, yeah, you can. And everybody's like, no, you can't. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. threat if you date and it's a this and, and so it was totally different. But, um, you know, there is something about country music. And when I moved to Nashville, wanting to be a songwriter, that's really where you kind of like definitely sharpen your teeth you yeah, know to, I, to go there I love Nashville for that because the, the new music <coughs> that I'm doing at the moment is it's, I'm going more pop it's a bit more singer songwriter and stuff but I do love what I love about Nashville as a place is that attitude of like it's a job and I love that. Yes, I love is. that it's a job because it doesn't, you know, you kind of have to, you guys were talking earlier because I was sat in the green room listening to you guys talking about what other things that you do, you know, that you can't just be a singer all the time. It gets kind of boring. Like you want to have a right. life. You right. want to have a family. You want to have other interests and that, it, you know, songwriting is a day job, you know, and I love that. I think it's wonderful. It is. I mean, everyone, in, I'm from Los Angeles originally. So, you know, to meet somebody before, unless it's the gym, that's different. Yeah. Um, or, you know, some kind of smoothie or something like that. Yeah. Some kind of beautiful kind of thing. I call it beautiful We you know when you're getting all dolled up or you're oh, working yes. on your health. Um, and, Who, and, you know, that's totally... Okay, but to actually go and perform or do any kind of writing or be in the studio at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning is unheard of for most L.A. people. Mm. Like, that just didn't happen. But from Nashville, yeah. you are in the studio at 10, yes. you know, ready to do a vocal or, you know, they it's like a kind of like a joke. We're going to write a hit, you know, and you've got yeah. like a two-hour penciled out time. And you do try to come up with something. And it no, is, L.A. doesn't start till midday. Oh, no. Earliest. I'll meet you at 3 o'clock yeah. for some kind of music. Huh. Yeah, yeah, no, that's wow. going to happen. But you, you create all night long. Nashville's not really like that. Most people kind of get out and they want to have that balance. They want to get home by six or seven o'clock. I'm kind of having the other end 
of the recording process now. I was so disciplined before and doing that, and, and I learned so much from it. You know, I do think that you become a great songwriter from it, and because you have to show up and have it. You know, yeah. you don't want to take an appointment and, and, you know, blow it. So, you you know, you come up with titles, you come up with your stuff, and you go there, and you have all that energy, like you said, as a job, to, to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But now I'm having the opposite, you know, where I'm going and doing a residency where I'm in, recording at Rockfields in Wales. So I Amazing. highly encourage that kind of experience as well if you haven't done it. Oh, yeah, and that's where the that. band, everybody just stays for that's like three, four days. And there is something... I don't think I'll record any other way, really, because there is something when you're so saturated with the music um, and no one's worried about going home and walking their dog, you know? I mean, those are all important things, but there's just, you can create at three, four, five in the morning. If you don't like what you did, you go back in, you change it a little bit. So all of my friends, which now we're buddies, just so you know, Liv, yeah. you got me. Uh, love it. I love <laughs> it. It's coming your way, whether you want it or not. Yeah, I was going to say, pretty sick the girlfriend chat in here. But um, I'm, I'm also say, telling my friends about this experience because there is something that I think you just like grow. Mm. I just felt myself growing so much. I just was there a couple of weeks ago doing the new album and I could just feel it. You know, I felt so alive. Whereas the studio sometimes is a little too boxing. It's a little too, like you said, structured. It's a job. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, try that out here. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about it. Definitely. <laughs> and I think if you're doing an album, if you're like, okay, right, this is now we've written tons of stuff. I know what I'm doing. We're doing the album. Then to go away and just be completely engulfed in it, I think, is a wonderful thing. Because an album, I mean, I did my debut album last year or released it last year. And it's just you know, it takes over your life, so you might as well just let it, <laughs> you know. It does no take over your it. life, definitely. Yeah. And so are you on tour? Are you going out on tour with a lot of dates now? Are you doing spot dates? I'm doing a few dates. I'm playing, uh, Bob Harris has invited me to play a uh, special show at uh, Pizza Express Live in Hoban on the 22nd of August. Great. Uh, Great. Which will be really, really fun. And then I'm doing The Long Road, which is an amazing festival on the 6th of September as well. Awesome. So doing a few dates coming up. The Long up. Road, is that quite country? That is quite a country festival. Quite country, yeah. yeah. Kip Moore is headlining it, and uh, so it's, it's some Americana, some country, and then I'm going to come in and do my poppy country stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I think country, I love it. Yeah, country it, now is really pop. That's what like, we yeah. Carrie about. Underwood is pretty I don't pop. Think there's so a, I don't think it's like, I, I know everybody kind of smiles or like puts their head down a little when they say it, like, yeah. it's pop, you know? I, don't I think love there's an, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, oh, no, a country really it. has found, like, again, it's, it's grown into this great style where it is taking over, you know, pop music. Yeah. You have your urban <coughs> pop, you have your dance pop, you have all different variations of pop. But, you know, there's it's still the singer-songwriter. It's still representing the singer-songwriter, I think, Absolutely. in country music there. Yeah, I had a chat with Tori Kelly. I did an interview with Tori Kelly the Yes, other day. I saw she was coming. I love her. Um, she, it wasn't on FUBAR, but it was it was um, another show that I do. And she it's exactly the same. She's amazing. Yeah. And she does. She's very Christian. She's very religious. But also, she makes pop music for everybody that's also country. Right. So yeah. it's not like, you know, it's just reaching out to everybody instead of... It. I feel like it's just making... Like we were saying earlier about country music, it's making it popular, making it mainstream. It is. Bringing yeah. it into... Because basically, the UK was not interested at all in country oh, music no. until, like, the last five years. I mm. remember I had friends, you know, obviously I've been in the country, you know, in community out, for, yeah. for a while, you know, and Nashville, and I had friends of mine coming over here trying to make country music happen, and they would return every, you know, year or summer and be like, mm, it no. didn't really go well. <laughs> <laughs> but now, it, I mean, it, it happened. I it's think, so I, you know, now. Garth Brooks and artists like that, Shania Twain, 
um, you know, even the Dixie oh, we chicks loved, did we change Shania. some things. So, and yeah. that, yeah, and that Shania. kind of broke yeah. the ground there, I think. But again, Shania went more pop, more glamour. Yeah. You know, she really changed videos. She changed a lot of the styling yes. for country music, what we saw before. So, you know, it, that was kind of the turning of the page, I, I believe myself. Yeah, yeah and now, yeah. now we've got like Lil Nas X, who's doing uh, it, country and hip hop. Yes. yes. Which is incredible. Like, I never realized something that I needed in my life so much. <laughs> yeah, it needed to happen. It just had to happen. Yeah. He, he's just incredible. I'm so here for like that. I just, because yeah. I love hip hop. So yeah. I love pop. I love, I love everything. But I'm not ashamed to love because I think, like you were saying, back, like sometimes people can be a bit icky about the word pop. But now everybody loves pop because pop has become what everybody loves. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, there's a bit of pop in anything. Yeah, I think yeah. a little bit. It's sprinkled in there. And and again, I think when we just say the word pop, we're saying commercial. We're saying we get it. We're saying something that we love, something that feels good. You mm-hmm. know, and that's songs universal. just come on the radio, and they you've never heard them before. I can listen to things in different, you know, totally different languages, but yeah. I don't know. I'm into it, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I love this song. I don't know. I have a clue what they're saying, but I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. totally into it. So I think that's the, if that's what we call pop music, then so be it, I guess, to some degree. But it's sprinkled in there and around everything a little bit. So I think it's a good thing to embrace. Yeah, genres yeah. have kind of become irrelevant. They're just a way a to bit. categorize because people actually find people p- being pigeonholed a lot of artists that I speak to don't like talking about genres um, as in I'm this I'm that because I think there's that idea of change and that idea of growing and molding and like you have done right. you know as you say you started in country then you went really pop and then you've merged and weaved and now you've created what Tiffany is and whatever right. genre that and is it, I mean I, you know and out of respect and, and to be fair I mean obviously that's a little bit of everything I mean yeah. I named my album Pieces of Me I wasn't kidding you know I mean yeah. it, what it really is I'm a mixture of all of these experiences all these different musicians that I'm inspired by and all the different places now that I've traveled and all these different things so you know that's a little bit of country rock and pop and and you know uh, and all of it are you planning to go to the states live and, and tour over there I would love to I think uh, my first step now would be probably next year I'm going to go and write because I want to do a second album because yeah. I've got some, some new stuff but I want to you know write so that I know that I've got the best songs possible I want to go to LA I'm going to go out to Nashville for sure um, make sure you hook up with Tiffany. Yeah. I'll be in LA, so I am. I'm oh, actually yeah. going to LA. I'm going to start. Well, I'm from LA, but I'm going to go and spend more time there. I've realized Amazing. I need to go home and, you know, do some things there a little bit. Oh um, yeah, I love Nashville, but just for one of my projects and things like that, you know, it's, there's much more of an avenue for me out there. So I will see you in LA. Yeah, yes. you in LA. That sounds great. <laughs> we'll do a writing session for sure. Yes. Oh my god, 100. percent Well, I'm just trying to invite myself in. I love it. Well, and here it will come down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're going to play Want It More, which is from your album, Liv. Yes. Um, and everyone can find you on social media at, is it at Liv Austin? Yeah, Liv Austin, one word. It's Austin with an E. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, those, there we those go. are probably the best places. Um, thank you so much for coming to the Tiffany's Takeover. Thank, thank you, you so much. Me. And I'm so excited about our new friendship, definitely. And seeing Same. you in LA. Yes. Woo! <laughs> What a jam-packed show we've got today. Inca in the building now. I know. I'm excited. I'm hello, excited. Hello, 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 hello. 
Boys, how are you doing? Very well, how are Very you? Well, thank you. And you guys? We're good, aren't we, babe? We, I'm doing great, yes. Well, I've never done this before, but I the think Tiffany I'm doing okay. The Tiffany takeover. I'm That's surviving, fine. so I'm feeling pretty good about myself, You're and I'm going to have so a big well. cocktail when I get out of here. Yeah, That is my plan. What co- <laughs> That's how I'm doing. Wait, what cocktail, though? What's the dream? I'm going to go have a, a shot of Jim Beam. Oh. Yes, I am, ma'am. Is that yes, a cocktail, or is that a shot? That's... Well, I don't like the word shot because it's so like shot, shot, shot. You know, oh, it's but, too aggressive. And I sip it. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Boys, do. what's the cocktail of choice Stylish. for you guys? Um, Sorry. Dirty Martini. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I love Dirty Martini. <laughs> love That's that. my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to have it extra, 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 extra dirty, though. Yeah. I mean, like oh, filthy. Like the I, filthy martini. That sounds very good. Yeah. I like no, briny. I, I, I yeah, like it, it really dirty. If you're going to go there, go there. Briny as fuck is how we describe <laughs> it in England. <laughs> briny as fuck. I like, uh, I used to like the espresso martini, but I stopped drinking coffee. So, oh, yeah, nice. I know. It was, a, it was a long story, wasn't it, Todd? So now it's probably porn star martini I quite like. Oh. To be honest. Yeah. Sorry. Lovely. Yeah, I love it. Quite sweet. Yeah, it is quite sweet. I don't know if I could drink a lot of that. Yeah, a couple in there. A couple. I'm on the floor. I'm usually like, I have to plan, you know. I have to plan it out because yeah. it's never a couple. But <laughs> I, that's why I'm like, well, that could get tiring. Also, after a while. now we were talking about the trains earlier. On the train now, you can get espresso martinis in a can. That's all I'm saying. Um, on that Classic. note, Debbie Gibson is on the phone, so we're going to bring Debbie Gibson into the interview, guys. Hello, Deb. How are you doing? Hi, Debbie. Oh my Hi, God, Debbie. I miss you, girl. Oh, I miss you too. We were just chatting about the mixtape tour earlier, and all my family out there, and how much I miss you. And I'm glad that you could call in. And Tip, say yes, hi. I'm, I'm like rocking, rocking and rolling out here, as I know you are over there. But I, we were yes, I, I am. Gotta find the five minutes to talk to my girl, oh, Tiffany. Well, thanks, babe. As well, uh, sorry. How's- Debbie, just so you know, yes. Inca, uh, a band Inc are in the yes, building. Yes, you as were well. saying rocking. They're a rock band here in London, oh, and they're Debbie, taking hi, off. Debbie. They are just hi, like guys. going everywhere. How so are yes, you? very well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. You're talking I with Todd and Corey. Tiff. Thank you. Hey, Tiff. Yeah. How's your, how's your new music going? Cause I saw My new music around. is going great. I was in the studio at Rockfields, which, you know, to probably Inc. I'll, we'll talk, chat a little bit about cool. that later and stuff. But the wonderful experience of being at Rockfields in, in Wales, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Yellow, on and on and on. Whoa, and this trip, this. here's the cool thing. I haven't done cool. my video. So Deb is really great at social media. I'm just learning. <laughs> and we've been together <laughs> on the tro- on like tour, complimenting each other, though. We learned so much about each other. And, you know, the, they, everybody said we had this rivalry. We never did. But we are so different. And, and she's like a master at like social media. And I've taken all these videos and haven't posted one in 10 weeks. God, so two weeks, so like funny. so, but Rockfields. I was just walking by, and and we finally had a chance to meet the owner, who is you know Kingsley is his name. He's lovely, Kingsley. and cool the oh, the the front studio, which is not where we record, that had Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath at Whoa. eighteen, I think it was, you know, Paranoid. Wow. I was just like, let me hug the building. But yeah. I mean, you know, I. The, just the ma- I can't explain to you the magic that I feel there and um, the music that came out in what we were there five days Deb you'd be so proud and we rocked oh, it and you, and you and Debbie have just so been on tour incredible. together haven't you we were we were doing fi- uh, 55 dates together so I'm With I'm missing her face literally oh, really? I saw Deb uh, every no, day that's my girl you guys take great care of my girl because uh, can I just brag I need, Tiffany you need to not talk and I need to brag about you to all your listeners right now this girl, I'm going to cry again, but I'm so proud of Tiffany because I've just watched Tiffany evolve from 
you know, I, I know that like her childhood was not the easiest, her management situation growing up wasn't the easiest, and she's a I am a rock star. Amazing <laughs> now, no, really, she's this power woman with all the she's drama. A, is what she's trying to say. No, I love you. I'm a songwriter. Her vocal chops are incredible. Like every Thank night, you. I'd open my door when she was doing her set and be like, "Go, girl! Ne- never missed a note. Unbelievable." So I'm just so proud, and I was just—I'm just so happy for you right now that you're doing. Oh well, I'm loving everything you're doing back in the states. I know that you have a new Thank pro uh, TV show coming out right now that you're yes. filming. And you know how much I love my musical kids, so I'm getting to work with lots of musical kids on TV, which is Aww. incredible. And Nickelodeon, yeah, it's, it's musical family, which is incredible because I sang with my sisters and I sing with my dad and. And so you see, like, fathers and, and daughters rocking, and you see, like, harmony a cappella groups, and some of it's real modern, some of it's not, and, like, they're making cool genres like mariachi uh, modern for kids. But, like, it's just Sick. Real, yeah, really check cool out, yeah, and, and, and again, her videos, I mean, her Instagram and stuff like that, everybody check it out, because it's, <laughs> it, it is, again, I say the word infectious, it is, you know, she's just living her life and loving what she does, and, and that's I why I love you. <laughs> Debbie, what's your Instagram so everyone can come and follow you? It's just at Debbie Gibson, it's very simple. Perfect. And I, you know, I'm very open about it. I've had a lot of health challenges. I'm very open about that. But I lean toward the positive just to show people what you can do through chronic illness or through challenges or whatever. And, um, you know, I show just enough of the real stuff or the stuff that's challenging. But then I like to show people, you know what, you can let your spirit lead the way is kind of my message um, in my life. And, uh, yeah, so I just enjoy, like, I, I love social media. I, I was kind of, like, anti-social media in the beginning, but then you really realize you can really, if you, if you really let yourself be seen, you can really connect with people. And I've learned, and I think it's safe to say Tiffany, too, like, Tiffany and I on the mixtape tour, I don't think we've, like, ever done more meet and greets in our life, but she gets to really connect with <laughs> no, our I fans think we have. in a new way. And there's such an amazing generation of people that are still vital and vibrant and, and even if they're moms and their wives they're like we want to get out and rock and dress up and have a great time and 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 not really go back in time but like draw from that time where they felt their most vital and yeah. I think that that four really did that for people and Tiffany and I were able to be a part of that which was so incredible oh it's, well it's, I love you babe and thank you so much for calling in today and I, I, I'm going to be in LA soon like I've been telling everybody I will be you know the, on to the next thing and, and so, I will yeah, see I'm you here. when I get out there alright thanks Debbie yeah, thank you babe for calling in Bye. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the up and coming stuff with Ink now. Yeah, bye. Bye, babe. I'm going to look them up. Bye, guys. I like Debbie. Oh, oh Debbie! She's we amazing. need a Debbie. She is. You know, she really has had a lot of health problems and stuff. And so from a different side of, of things, you know, she's had to work through that. But, um, you know, I mean, that's that constant performer, you know. Mm. I mean, a lot of people, because, uh, you know, again, there's that pop world. But, you know, word, I come from that. And people go, well, are you annoyed by, like, you know, Britney Spears or somebody like that who's not you know, maybe a singer, you know, or that kind of thing. And I go, no, because showing up every night on stage, you know, it she still works. takes that commit, you know, you know, the commitment and she works really hard and to not feel good. She has lupus. Um, oh, sorry, she has Lyme and she, you know, has to work through it. So I was so inspired by her this tour. Um, we never again had that rivalry, but we are so different. I am definitely much more in your world and always have been in the rock stuff. Yeah. Coming from the whiskey from L.A., you know, I coming mean, I've been, from the whiskey. coming from the whiskey from L.A. I've been going there since I was 18, the rainbow and all these different places that I, I go. I'm, I'm actually 
kicking off my tour at the Whiskey on September 4th, so I'm very excited. But, I mean, I just would go and hang there, you know, and being the rocker at heart. But nobody took me serious, especially after I was famous. Everybody was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. I was like, well, I'm really one of you guys, but I guess it's going to take time to show that. But, you know, I did that through my talent, through just singing and getting to know people and, and working hard. Yeah. You know, definitely. And now you guys are you guys are going to be going out on the road, I think, or are you touring now, currently? You're in the studio, like... It- You're in the studio in now. the studio at the minute. Um, yeah, so we've got... <laughs> Do you take your music out on the road before, like when, like, when I'm recording, like right now, I'll start to interject some of the new stuff. And I just, even though it's recorded, I still kind of try it out because it's not in stone yet. I think the yeah, first definitely. time around, um, we didn't really get to do that because we kind of launched the band with the EP already recorded. So when, the, when we dropped the band, the EP was the same day. So then when we toured, we did a 21-day tour, and then I think this time around, what we're now starting to do is we'll play a track and we'll play it to people and see if see, see what they like yeah, see what they feel, yeah. Engage with the fans, and if they want us to record it, then we'll go record it. I, I, I love that. It's an old-school way, but I love it. I think it works, because there's nothing like performing live. I was saying to a lot of the artists here, do you like to be in the studio, or do you like to be live on stage? I mean... Obviously, we like it all, but, you know, it's what's your preference. I mean, for me, I'm much more live, and I love to take everything out on the road, try it. And, and then I, there's been so many vocals that I've recorded and went, oh, I wish I could just, like, live with it out on the road for three months and then come back. It's so much better, mm-hmm. you know, but um, we don't always have that luxury. No, I mean, being in the studio is cool because creatively there's so much you can do. You can, you know, we were in the studio recently uh, till about 5 a.m., and Todd and I were just doing claps and all sorts of different percussion things that we hadn't even thought of that just thought right. like start it. making That's bad, it. very bad decisions I was going to say then you leave <laughs> you leave <laughs> all you can hear so is so everything claps. after two is just complete crap <laughs> <laughs> But you have it in case you need it. So, I mean, but that's the process, though. It's it's fun, you know. Yeah, but being playing live for me is is the one percent of one. Yeah, yeah. I think with with live, you get better every show. Mm -hmm. So I sort of I don't really get bored of playing live because there's always something to improve. I think in a studio, I love being in in the studio, but you sort of get cabin fever, and you also don't really know when to stop sometimes. um, yeah, because there's that. Mo- isn't there that whole kind of feeling of you could keep working on a song for the rest of your life? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think once you get to a certain time, you just kind of have to let it go and yeah. say, okay, yeah, this, this accept is it. it. Let's, yeah, let's just put it out. Go. I think it's the best form. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So creatively, I would say the studio is is bigger, but but live, it's nice to play to people, and it's nice when you see the same people. And I'm sure you know this, Tiffany. It's when you see the same people coming back. It oh just yeah, it's great. It's great feeling, so yeah. That's live how you know you have something going on. Sure. I mean, that's the whole thing about, especially now, is it, it's, it's, you know, again, going back to the whole social media and being an independent, because mm-hmm. I'm an independent. So, you know, it is about creating that audience and going back to those same, same places. I'm doing small clubs here. I do a lot of, like, rock clubs here. People go, what are you doing here? Again, that same thing, but my music fits, and then eventually they get to know me and they get it. But, you know, for me, I'm like, yeah, it's all about these smaller clubs and keep coming back, and then you see the same faces, and then they're bringing more friends, and then then somebody says something, and maybe somebody mentions you on the radio or, in an, you know, in the paper or something, and that's like the highlight, and that's how it all kind of starts. But it's that commitment, really, to, mm-hmm. to performing live. And you yeah. guys are working on the second EP right now. Yes, yes, we Is are. it all done? Are you, mm. how far off are you? Oh. <laughs> no, it's not done. I mean, it's... Just talking about never being able to finish meeting. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. It's like 5 a.m. the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, fuck. It's I mean, more, we've done... That's what you should call it, by the way. 5 a.m. Oh, my God. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah. We're just going to call it 
DP2. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> that simple. Really, that's simple, effective. Oh, uh, yeah, we've, we've been... Like, we have loads of songs written and we have a, another EP in the can, mm. but it's uh, just choosing which ones and finishing off the recording. And um, But we're kind of getting getting somewhere with that now. And I don't have it in my notes, but how long have you been together as a band? It's been two years. Is it two years? Yeah, it's about two yeah. years now. And did you come from separate bands or just had yeah. it all come together? Do you know each other from childhood or how did it all happen? So I was, I've always been a solo artist. Um, and then two years ago, I started writing with our former bass player really randomly. Uh, I didn't expect it to be a band. I never wanted to be in a band. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be uh, on your own. <laughs> solo. I need that limelight. Yeah. It's so hard to Dude, share. if oh, I was God. a singer, it would be all about me. At least so you're honest. <laughs> don't worry about that. I am in the same headspace yeah. as you, my I friend. I can tell by your suit. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm a very low-key. I'm very a solo low artist key. over here, too. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know She knows. All what she that's knows. like. <laughs> um, so I guess you kind of fell in. Yeah, we so we started writing and... I thought maybe it would be for one of his projects or it was just fun. And then there seemed to be some sort of cohesion between the songs and we got really excited about them. Uh, and then we played them to like a manager and a booking agent. And all of a sudden there was like a tour being <laughs> talked about. <laughs> and, uh, Not to tour. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we're like, right, we need, we need a drummer. And so like through a friend, we got recommended Corey. And, and was the recommendation good? Like, they must have been so fucking <laughs> desperate at this point. Uh, and, uh, I was on a train, and uh, yeah, the phone rang, and the, the, our old bass player used to play in a band with this guy. And um, yeah, I hadn't spoken to him in a few years, and he just called me and said, I think this would be a good fit. A couple of weeks later, I was down in London, saw Todd, just thought he was the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. <laughs> and, I can't uh, say no. No, I just can't say no. <laughs> I think that's a fucking good reason to say. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. much. Yeah. It's a great story. <laughs> to be fair, if someone said that about me, I'd be gassed. Come and be in my bad, they're like, you're not good looking enough. Damn it! Um, so what's the plans for the next couple of uh, months? When are you planning to get the EP out? Is there a so time we have, limit? We do have a, a time limit, I would say. So it's going to definitely be out this year. Um, obviously, you know, we want it. We have an idea in our heads that we wouldn't want to share, but we right. kind of, it's going to be out this year. We know that, so we know that Whoa. much. We know um, that, <laughs> and we'd like to. We'd like to probably go on tour with it again, just because yeah. we feel that it would suit it. Mm -hmm. um, well, if you're hitting up LA anytime soon, I'll be there. Tiffany Come is in hang out studio, with me. So we'll do the whole whiskey rainbow right. experience. I played the whiskey when I was. About 18. I used oh, to live out there. Sick. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, the world is very small. I'm sure mm -hmm. we'll all keep in contact because everybody. Sure. Are you, you basically know. asking for support on your tour? That yeah. Good. We'll talk we'll about it, Let's boys. We will talk about it. <laughs> so, I you think know? You, free. we're available. <laughs> you, you're like all, all of your hair together is so wonderful that I think well, LA, thank LA is the place you need to be. Like <laughs> very like luscious, luxurious, long locks that you've all got. So Bless get you. to LA and stay there because they love hair there. They do love hair there. Very like serious, serious stuff. A lot of hair flicking, and I think <laughs> Tiffany would love a bit of hair flicking on tour. So I we, think will, we will flick our hair. We on will tour talk. We will talk. It would be it. it would be a great thing to have you guys for sure, definitely. And I can't wait for you to hear my new stuff as well. Right. Yeah, well, it's yeah. the end of the show, guys. Oh wow! Dun, dun, dun. We've only got two minutes left, so I've got. Um, we're going to play a little quick couple of minutes of your track. Yes, uh, Fever, guys. Thank cool. you so much, and Tiffany. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Thank Woo! you.
Harriet Rose, thank you so much. I adore you. I Definitely. adore you. Inc., thank you so much, boys, thank for coming you. in. Thank you. Thanks thank you, guys. Nice Todd you. and Corey, thank you, guys. And thank you, everybody, FUBAR, for having me. Go and, and follow at Tiffany listeners. Tunes. Get over there. Follow her stuff. This is Fever Inc. Guys, thank you so much. Tiffany, you're incredible. Stop trying to take my job. Um, we <laughs> never, love you. Never, 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 never. <laughs> we you, love babe. you. Thank okay, you. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.